Welcome back, everybody, to episode two of The Puddle Jumpers, uh, a.k.a. the D&D Express, where we do quick little episodes of D&D uh, at one hour or less. I hope you guys are enjoying the story so far. Uh, our adventurers just found themselves next to Ralph uh, as he puts his foot up on a uh, bench and just about to tell a story. In our previous episode... The six members of the party got a chance to talk to the king and the queen and instructed to find out why P Pondoria is currently losing water uh, more rapidly than ever. It hasn't rained in Pondoria in a very long time, and it's up to these six people to find out exactly what is causing this issue. So as we continue on, Ralph has his foot up on the bench and just about to tell a story. <clears throat> so in front of you guys, Ralph basically is just sitting there. You can t You can tell that he now understands who you guys talk to inside the town and he's just beginning to kind of like um kind of you know tell you guys like what's up kind of thing so <clears throat> so you talk to you talk to the man with the paper upside down i can tell exactly who you're referring to um and what did he tell you well uh he uh he told us to come find you other than that, he said you'd give us guidance. He told you to come and find me. Okay, well, I'm... In that he case... Told, he told us to... You tell us a story. A story? Hmm. True. A story I can tell you. I don't have much time. I have to get back to my house and, and collect all... And add up all my, my prize winnings from the gambling tonight. Uh, but you, I do... You, uh, uh, friend, you sound different. Is everything okay? <laughs> Do I sound different? <laughs> he didn't have an accent yesterday. <laughs> did he? I don't think he did. That was a, I think that was a shopkeeper, wasn't it? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, the story the story goes as told, um, as far as I remember it anyways. And I've been here for a long time, but I've been in and out of the city, whether I've been kicked out from the king himself, but... Uh, Managed to find my way back in so I can continue to gamble every night that I please. But a long time ago, have you guys ever heard of a of a town called Droughtington? Have we? Have we? Yes. Uh, so Reno, you can Reno can roll for it. Or AKA uh, AKA Rockstar. Rockstar. Only Rockstar. Uh, what yes. am I rolling? So you're gonna roll for a history check. That's a thirteen. 13. Okay. So you've heard people mention a different town or sorry, a different, uh, a different, um, a different, uh, country, but not actually, but not actually the same name as what you're hearing him saying right now. So he's saying Droughtington and you're kind of thinking of a different name, but you don't remember what name he's, he's talking about. Uh, you do remember though, roll another D 20 for another history check. That's a three. Okay, <laughs> you do remember, you do remember something completely different, but it, it, never mind. It's, it's it's nothing to your recollection as to any more <laughs> description about the town. But you do remember that it's a different name than Druddington. I'm just gonna nod and agree. Mm -hmm. If you guys remember anything about Druddington, it's never got it got its name after slowly becoming what the city is starting to become itself. A long time ago, Druddington was a lot bigger than Pondoria. Kings and queens would come and go as they, uh, you know, appeared at the balls and hung out uh, and partied outside in the city. A lot larger than Pondoria, and slowly it began to do the same as it is now in this city. Until eventually, it was known as Druddington. Before that, it became harder and harder and harder to find more people to stay inside the city until everybody... Uh, basically just deserted it and now it's a wasteland and all that i can tell you at this point is if you're going to be seeking out any information of what to solve the issue that is happening in pondoria today you're going to need to find your way into the next town i can tell you only one person to speak to there my friend gilly the one who kind of taught me all that i need to know about gambling itself if you speak to gilly uh, I'm sure he's going to make you gamble for some sort of information. But if you do speak to him, make sure you have a little bit of gold on you because he doesn't let things go lightly. But that's all I can tell you right now. I have to get going. I don't have time to sit around and tell stories. Mm, Remember, I have a question. Yeah. I'll... Where, how do we get to 
uh, Droughtington. How do you get to Droughtington? There is no Droughtington. Droughtington is, is gone. It's been gone for years. Then what town are we supposed to go to? Where's yes. Gilly? Where, yeah, yeah, where's, where's Gilly? Gilly? So as he basically points to a sign, or a, a, like inside, like where you're at, there's a bunch of little signs that, once again, they're bubbles, and they have like little letters inside of the signs. Uh, and you can see that he's pointing to a sign that reads out Clamville. If you head over to Clamville, you'll be able to find your way to, to Gilly. And once you get there, make sure that you don't necessarily ask for him like you asked for me inside of the tavern. That would not be a good idea. Gilly's not one to be wanting to people to know that he's there. How are we supposed to find him? Just look yeah. for a bunch of people gambling, whether it's outside or inside of a tavern or in any sort of establishment. This, this is he... something we can do. Do you have a story to tell us now? You already told us about I already told you the story. Were you not listening? Does he have like a, a code name or anything we could ask for? Does Gilly have a code name? Yeah, like something not saying we're going to jump into the room and say, hey, where's Gilly? Do you have a nickname or anything for him? Kind of like a code. From every time I've met Gilly, I've always called him Gilly. I wouldn't give him any other nickname than what he already has. All right. Sound advice. So where he pointed to, so as soon as you kind of finish the conversation, he just packs up, grabs his bag that's sitting on the, on the, uh, on the bench and kind of begins to walk away. He gives you like the peace sign as he walks away. Does he have fingers? What is he, he has little fins, he's little he's fins, like, like his, his, uh, his little, like, you know, like flipper feet kind of thing with little claws. Well, okay. So Let's leave this wretched city. No, I think I think we're still in the same city. One more oh, thing I before I leave, and he interrupts like as you guys are just talking to each other. Be careful outside of Pandoria. It's not as easy going as it is in here. You're not gonna want to tread. Oh, sorry, you're not gonna want to go off the beaten pass. Pa sorry, the beaten is, path. Is and he's is just continuing to walk out of the country. Are we leaving Pandoria? I think he's gone. <laughs> I I look at the group. Do do any of you know where Clamvale is? The sign points, but well, I assumed it was outside of the city, not outside of Pondoria. Well, Clamvale is, Dan. I have never been this way. Do you guys know where Clamvale is? Um, does the uh, I will let Rockstar roll once more again to see if he can he can find out where Clamville is or at least the direction. Sixteen. Okay, so you can tell that Clamville is just another little city outside of the outside of the area. Clamville is not is not a country. Like I think Nick thought it was a country. No, it's not. It's not. It's you're thinking of Droughtington. But anyways, yeah. So it's just a city outside of the a little little kind of little town uh, outside of um outside of Pondoria. So if you go into if you go into where like all like the little signs are and like all like the, you know the little arrows that you see with like all the bubbles around and stuff, uh, it's basically just if you, if you're kind of looking outside the town, you're probably going anywhere from, I don't know, probably like a day or two kind of walk to get there. It is pretty far, but as you mentioned before, you're going to be traveling through. You're going through the oceans. So you're going outside of Pandoria, which is in, as I mentioned before, like a giant bubble, uh, kind of like we showed the picture of how it looked yesterday. I unfortunately can't post it for the people that are listening to the podcast, but uh, it's basically like a giant bubble city. Um, and outside of that, so you're kind of going outside into the actual uh, giant pond. You mean going outside of Harrington? Uh, Harrington, yeah. Yeah, so, not, we're still not Pandora, within, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I'm like, are we leaving the country sorry, sorry, or are I'm, we leaving I'm, the city? I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm, I'm confusing Pandoria with Harrington. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you're going outside of Harrington, but you're still within Pandoria because Pandoria is a country. I can probably confuse the go. shit out of you guys. Yeah, Pandoria yeah. is a country. Harrington is this is the uh, city that you're in right now. And you're going to a small town or you need to go to a small town called Clamville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you so do know that it's a day, a day or two, not walk, swim, I would say. And as he mentioned before, be careful. But that's about it. Okay, so as I remember, it's around a day or two travel, and it's another city outside of Herring. Yes. Uh, more cities. Yeah. We should follow the signs, though. 
Perhaps we should leave at once. Does everybody have everything they need? I have repaired the pond provides. I will take out the three gold coins that I stole from those sharks. I am ready. I will be uh, putting my armor on all of my legs. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Mr. Muck, roll a, an investigation. Investigation, okay. Ooh, natural one. Okay. <laughs> all right. Nice. Never mind. Um, all right, so you guys are all kind of just like suiting up and putting your armor on and stuff like that as you kind of get ready to leave the city? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so are you guys doing anything while you guys kind of travel along? Are you guys going to like talk and stuff or are you just going to kind of just travel and just. I think travel and remain vigilant. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell stories. You're going to tell stories. Yes. Tell yeah. me your story. Rock star. So this city and everything i'm wondering i haven't heard i haven't been to clamshell before or clamville but you know i'm really excited to see the world you know yes i'd prefer being outside of cities and towns they're disgusting towns i can agree with that i agree yeah i agree too but do any of you have any theories on why the pond is drying up. Uh, I don't know. A big hole. Perhaps. Magic. Ungrateful so souls not giving worship to the pond. I think it's treachery. Mm. Yeah. I really wonder what happened to Droughtville. Or Droughting. Droughtington. Do, do you know what Droughtington was called before? Well, I remember hearing stories of a city, but I, I mean, I don't remember anything. I didn't even think the name was Drodington, to be fair, but I just remember there was mention of another. Hmm. Strange. Yes. Then again, I don't remember things very well. (laughs) Nor I, friend. Okay, so we're walking and talking. You're right? walking and talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, for you guys right now, how much? So, uh, did you guys take like what kind of explorers pack and stuff like that? Did you guys take? Do you guys? Did you guys decide on what you guys were? What do you guys? I have an explorers pack. Okay. So, how many rations do each? Of, I'm just gonna write them down here. How many rations do each of you guys have? Um, Daniel has ten. I have ten. I have to look it up. I am trying to look it up to. If you have an explorer's pack, there's 10 rations. Yeah. Dungeon pack also has 10, I think. Then I have 10 rations. So basically, on average, each of you have 10, I'm assuming? Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Are any of you guys, like, efficient for, like, hunting and stuff like that while you're out there? I am. You are? I okay. have survival. You have survival. So, without using your rations, would you say that you're spending a little bit of time during the day trying to, like, go out and, like, hunt, like, little minnows and stuff like that so you guys can eat? Yeah, I can definitely do that. Okay, so, uh, you know, during the days kind of passing by, uh, you guys spend a little bit of time, you know, wandering along the seas and, like, the seabed and searching for, like, crustaceans to, like, munch on and eat along the way as you guys kind of... Are you walking along, like, the... Are you are you just, like, swimming out in, the, like, the middle of the ocean? Or are you kind of trying to find... Oh. Not the ocean, the ocean, sorry, the the pond, I should say. What does it look like outside um, of this? So it's like, is there like a road? So you're when you're walking out, like you can you can see that they've used like giant, uh, like giant crabs to kind of push like the sand on the sea, like on the like on the bottom of the of the pond, like aside. So it's kind of like a road, but on like the left, it's just like a giant like sand hill, and like the right is another sand hill. And you're kind of you could either decide to walk on there, uh, where mo- you can kind of see other people kind of. So are other fish kind of walking back and forth between where you guys are, like in and out of the city of Harrington when you guys are pa- like when you guys are leaving the city, or you can also just swim ahead if you'd ra- if you'd rather not walk on the path. It's completely swim up to you. Like you can go up and around. You can go up and around. Like you can, you don't have to follow what the like the little sand you know the little sand road that you guys are on right now. I feel like we should take Ralph's advice. 
Yes, stay, stay on, the, on path. the beaten track. So you're gonna stay on the you're gonna stay on it. Okay. Yeah. So traveling along, you guys, like I said, you guys manage to continue to find little things to eat here and there, and you're making sure that you're that you're staying on the road that Ralph told you to stay on. Uh, and as you kind of venture out, you you manage to see more signs that lead to Clamville. And as you kind of pass by, you can see the signs begin to get like nicer, and they're they're more. Uh, some signs are even like a lot more shinier. They look like they're made out of com- some sort of like pearl kind of like sign to kind of like reflect, uh, you know, the little bit of light that's coming into the pond. So you're kind of noticing that things are getting a lot more fancier as you you begin to approach this uh, this little town. Um, and as you, how long co- does it take us? So right now you've been traveling for about like a day. Uh, it, it, I, I would say for you guys because you you can't just go out and and fish like it's not like you're just going to eat other people that are walking on this path right you're going to have to go off this path to find like a little crustaceans That's what, at what point like what constitutes a person like are the fish among us people you can or are they food <laughs> we know nick we live here Is this not, it's not like you're going to go up to somebody who has like a beautiful like shirt on or something like that and like decide to eat them just because you can so if you want so- but i mean if you guys want to do that so yeah. are there are there so are the fish in the wild not people? They are. You can like for example, who's okay? So we got a we have a catfish. We have a little snail, uh, which I'm assuming the snail is just eating like little like pieces of grub and stuff like that or like whatever they poop. can find. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, the betta fish is most likely just eating like any uh, like super tiny little organisms that it can find. Uh, and I would say the only the only one among you that could probably eat another one of the group would probably be the catfish. Um, you know, and I think, I think if at any point, uh, Gilliam decided to eat another fish, you know, that'd be up. That is completely up to you. Catfish pretty much eat anything. So you could decide what you want to do. Do you starfish? Starfish. Starfish eats generally like algae and stuff like that. So I mean, you'd, you'd be out there like eating that. If anything, I don't, you I don't think you could digest another fish. You could, Whatever you guys want to do, what do you what are you thinking? What do you guys want to eat? I just assumed that we would eat the minnows yes. that we captured. I'm going to just eat something that's floating in the air around me. Okay. Yeah, I'll eat whatever um, whatever Poe brings me. Okay. So yeah. So, yeah. I prepared your meal, Muck. So passing along plenty of other fish, uh, you can see. You can sl- you can see Gillian like licking his lips, but uh, the rest of the the rest of the group convince him to you know not eat people walking by <laughs> the other people the other fish people walking by, uh, and instead Pope managed to prepare a few meals and and hands out little pieces of fish here and there and an algae that uh, she manages to find along the way, and that's kind of how you guys sustain yourself as you guys go through the travels. Uh, but halfway through, as I mentioned, you see a bunch of signs, uh, and these they're pointing in all different directions. You see a sign for Clanville you see a sign for the giant uh the giant hill uh you see a sign for uh what is the other town is it well called you see another town name called the broken ship uh and you trek on towards clamville uh and as soon as you guys can kind of see in the distance uh you're able to see a bunch of shells just like a as if somebody dumped like a bucket of you know empty clam shells just like inside of one area so it's like it's like a town made of just like a bunch of shells and they're just you know shells of every t- kind of different things you find like the shells that you would um i'm trying to think of the name of them that you could like put up to your, he- your ear and you would hear like the sound of the conch. ocean yeah the conch. conch. is that what they're called yeah okay um and they're just all some are broken some are nice and you can see little lights coming from each individual one so you can kind of tell that from what you're looking at is most likely uh, you know, people's homes that they've set up inside of these shells. Uh, and cool. you have arrived at Clamville. Or the outside of Clamville, I should say. You're, you're still probably maybe about, you know, a 10-minute walk. Like, you can see it. You're just right in front of it. You haven't entered into the uh, town yet. As soon as we have arrived. Yeah, we made it to the town. Nice. So, we don't know where Gilly is, right? No. I'm assuming we this whole town to search. Probably like an inn or something where people collect and drink and such. Yeah, I think we Somewhere should. Somewhere they through. gamble. Is should that I... like an entrance or is it just like an open? An entrance yeah. to the to the town. Yeah. Is like... there like a wall? No. Is there a bubble? No, it's not guarded. It's not like the city that you were just in. It's not guarded by guards on the outside. 
you're just it's just an open you can go it's not there's no bubble or anything like that the cities the cities looks a lot more fancier because you do walk into a bubble which allows anybody to basically go in there and, and breathe air or water if they please uh like breathe it oh. sorry breathe, breathe in the air or water if they please like when when you guys were at the um when you guys were at the um the tavern you the crocodile basically was just like had his own like little bubble in his head i forgot to mention that while he was gambling and stuff like that as well too so it was kind Ooh. of yeah um uh, but if you're if you're just looking on the outside of clamville no it's just uh there's no bubble on the outside of it you're just you're still in water you're still in the pond it's not as fancy it doesn't have the magic that uh, harrington has around it well perhaps perhaps we should be good looking should we split up? No. I. Uh, never mind. Who knows what the taverns look like? Well, are there any signs, DM, for like taverns or anything? You're on the outside of the town right now, so you could, if you guys want to walk into the town. Yeah. Yeah, I assumed we were. Okay, so you're just gonna walk into the town. So as soon as you approach the town, uh, you can see people kind of. You can hear like loud noises and stuff. Like it's a. It's from what you can tell it's almost you know not like vegas where you know lights and everything are flashing but it's it's really loud like it's as if like it's a it's a smaller town with like you just hear noise and just everyone just riled up yelling like you can assume that um you know it, it's kind of similar noises that you would hear at the, when you guys were at the tavern most likely gambling and and partying going on in the city um and as you approach uh and you kind of walk into the town uh, you see two giant crabs uh, kind of arguing with each other, uh, and they're kind of just pushing each other, you know, basically in front of the, of the group of you. Hey, I, I told you not to gamble as much as I told you to. You lost all of our uh, all of our winnings for the year. I told you, you you leave me alone. I can gamble as much as I want. Uh, you get. A and then they they both turn around. They both look and they both look at the group. Ah, oh, whoa! <laughs> Welcome to Clamville, and they. They, you know, they kind of go up to the group. How is everybody here? First time in Clamville, I can tell. How can you tell? Uh, I can always tell when people, you know, they don't, uh, they don't seem to look like you're the part, I guess you could say. And they're wearing like, their clothes are like completely like tattered. Like they have like a, they have like a, the one, the one, uh, the one crab has kind of like a shirt over just its claw and the other one and kind of like a, a hat on the side it looks like basically clothes that don't belong to them uh, i can tell you guys are a little bit too fancy for being around here hey leave them alone don't bother them and uh so you guys uh wouldn't happen to be able to spare a few dollars for uh a crab like me would you i seem to have I lost my have way lost. in one of the taverns over there and i like to get myself a a bite to eat if i could for the night um, Gilliam will reach down and grab his coin pouch and uh, stuff it in his gills. <laughs> so you're just like hiding your so, <laughs> so and so Gillian reaches down and grabs his, his little coin purse and shoves it into the left side of his gills and still breathing from the right, but from the left you can see that it's clearly uh, covered. So uh, what do you say? You can spare a few little bit of dollars for me and my friend here. Why should we do that? <laughs> I can see you haven't been to Clamville before. And he snaps his... They both snap their claws, like, really tight. So? So... You should just ask the pond. The pond will provide all you need. Food, shelter. There's no need for money and coin. Do you wish to fight a stranger? Oh, I'm not asking to fight. I'm just saying, if you can you spare a few perish. dollars, we won't have a... We won't have oh, a problem. I might be able to spare some money for information information on what we're looking for someone uh sure if you want to hand me a few bucks i'll tell you what you need to know why don't you tell us first that's not how it works around here yeah well it's gonna and as soon as he so he they they both look at each other and they go and they begin to like snap their claws like like rapidly and behind you guys are two other uh, crabs that appear. I don't think you understand how it works in Clamville here. And the two guys, there's two little, uh, kind of a little bit smaller than these guys, little crab guys behind you. And they're kind of just like, <laughs> and they're like, they're kind of just snapping their claws along with, with this. Mr. Mark will draw his daggers. 
I will pull out my long sword and triton whoa, and say, whoa. I think I do know how it works around here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I'm just saying, a few dollars get you a little bit of information. What do you say? Well, No, thank you. I We're looking for a friend of Ralph. Mm, this is a waste of time, Rock. Let us freeze Yeah, down. I think we should just continue on. Perhaps I feel like we, we shall should... murder them. We should avoid combat if we can. And as you guys try to like kind of, I'm assuming you guys are kind of talking amongst yourselves, but they're kind of, as you guys are talking, they're slowly, like you can kind of tell that they're slowly pushing their way to like the center of your circle. They're basically putting your, making you guys have your backs to each other as you guys look at the, the circle of four, or well, not circle, but this, these four crabs kind of surround each of you. I put my triton right in one of their faces. Yeah, I point my daggers at them. And I will point my... um my You can stay back. Them. Well, I guess we'll have to get our... Uh, I guess we'll have to get our earnings some other way. Hey, Bill? I guess we will. And then roll for, in for initiative. Okay. Oof. Woof. Woof. 18. Okay, hold on one second. Oh, oh no. Do you want us to do, are you do it the same way I do it, Travi? What's that? I'm going to do like, yeah, I'm going to do the one to thing. Just give me one second. I just got to get your. Okay, I just want to make sure. Seven. Okay, so we'll do uh, one to five. One to five? Yeah. Two. Two. Okay, uh, five to ten. Six. I also got six. Uh, I got eight. Okay. And then 10 to 15. 11. Oh, God. And then obviously higher than that. 15 18. 18. Okay. Good, good, good on your Poe. <laughs> yeah, she's the shit. Yeah, she's ready for it. Where all of us are just kind of like, oh. Okay. Okay. So for for both of your characters, for um, because I believe that Ocho and uh and Mister Muck, I think you guys rolled the same. You said right. Yeah. So you guys can you guys can before your turns just talk about what you think you want to do this turn, and then quickly like as long as you decided to take them together you could if you if you like if you don't have to if you don't want to though um okay so these the first up would be first up would be um i believe it was poe so i already have my triton in my one hand and it's like right in one of their faces yeah so i'll just like attack them with it okay so basically um before you know, before we start the battle, you have, uh, you have you four, sorry, you six are kind of just, you made us a little circle. So around maybe, I want to say, you know, I guess if you're making a circle with the sizes that you guys are, you're not going to take up much bigger than a five, five and a, you know, maybe like a 10 foot, uh, little square, but you're making a little circle around it kind of thing. And around there you have on kind of one corner of the circle, you have one crab, another corner, you're kind of making like a, like almost like a, a square outside of your circle of these crabs kind of homing in. So I would say, I will say that the, in front of you, Poe, you have one directly in front of you cause you're on one of the corners. So if you can imagine that, uh, it's right in, like right on the corner of, uh, of this circle, you're kind of just like pointing at, you're just kind of like little trident right to the crab's face. Um, and then on the other side you have, so you have you on, like, I would say like the top left corner kind of po poking the trident at one of the, uh, one of the crab uh, in the middle uh, to directly to your right you have uh you have phileas and then to the right of that that is has another crab right in front of them um is ocho and then another one into the going further down to the right you have another one in the middle which would be uh gilliam and then you have uh you have mr muck has one uh kind of just right in front of him and you have rockstar that has another one in front of him as well too okay so you have your you have your trident right in Right, kind of to the throat of this crab. Are you gonna? Yeah, and I rolled a nineteen to hit. You rolled a nineteen to hit, so that hits. Yep. So roll for damage. And that's eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. And then I get a second attack. Okay. 
Yeah. Also That's 19 high. to hit, and Wait, this is with my longsword. Do you get a second sword. attack at level 1? Yeah, because I'm a two-weapon fighter. You should have... mm, using a bonus action, I understand. Okay, so let's just see. Okay. Roll for damage. Nine. Nine damage there. Oh, wait, did you roll the hit on that one? Or no? Yeah, I, I rolled a 19. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you, you, so, <laughs> damn. What is, if I, at level one, you're doing eight damage and then nine damage? Damn. Okay. Um, so, you, so, as the crab kind of like almost pushes itself into your trident, you manage to just stick it right through the throat as if it just n had no idea what was what was going to become of this so through its little bit of uh, shell that it has uh, kind of guarding uh, you manage to stick the trident right into it uh, and pierce it uh, with another uh, swing coming from the right hand side and you manage to kind of just chop right through uh, its right claw and its claw falls on the ground and this and the crab falls onto the ground uh, and you can tell that uh, there's a bunch of like blue and guts spilling out of the side uh, all onto the floor next to you and next up is and next up is the one that is right in front of rockstar um, and is going to do a claw attack um, directly at rockstar and that is a 18 hit all right so it grabs its claw and it's going to try to uh, it's going to try to hit you and then also grapple you at the same time. Um, so one d six. So that is four bludgeoning, uh, and you are currently grappled. Uh, it has its other claw still available, so you're currently grappled uh, inside of its uh, inside of its uh, one claw, like its right hand claw. So you'd have to roll a DC eleven um, to get out of that. So next up is the is next up is the crab that is in front of I believe I said it was in front of Mr. Muck I believe, um, and this one is going to do the same thing and go for attack. And it rolled an at one. <laughs> All right, right, so I, I duck nimbly. So I sit, so it goes for the claw attack and you manage to just just duck duck right under it and it and it misses. Uh, next up is. Next up is Gilliam. All right. So um, Gilliam will um, reach into his pocket and he'll pull out like a, a very small pearl. Um, and he will take that pearl and he will um, rub it on the side of his staff. Um, and uh, he'll look at the crowd that's right in front of him and he'll say, uh, hear the sound of death. And then he will cast... Yeah. Uh, dead on it sorry dead told the dead yeah. <laughs> told the dead okay <laughs> i was gonna say dead yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I, cast, I cast dead on him he <laughs> okay. should be dead then. yeah you, you have to make it wisdom saving throw wisdom saving throw yeah okay um i rolled a five okay so you fail so you'll take 1d8 damage okay So four damage. Four damage. Okay. So does Toll the Dead kind of just like fill his mind with like nightmares and stuff? He hears like a bell. He hears like a bell. Like a bell. Okay. Yeah, like a bell, so yeah. this this crab that is staring right down uh, the eyes of Gilliam, uh, you you were rubbing it on your you took your pearl out I believe you said and rubbed it on your yeah on this? my staff. On your staff. Okay. So as it stares you down, uh, Gilliam reaches into his bag and begins to rub this shiny pearl on his staff. And as he's rubbing it, it's as if like you're rubbing um, your finger along the outside of a wine glass. And it, the sound begins to like get louder and louder and louder before it's ear piercing. And you can tell this crab is doing like that where like it's like eyes are like shutting in and out. And it managed to do a little bit of damage to it. Um, are you doing anything else on your turn? Are you going to... No, that's it. Okay. So next up is act is the crab that is standing in front of you, and it's going to return the attack. Uh, it's going to return the attack on you after it just had its mind almost melted, and it and, will, it, and it did twenty two. Uh, to uh, hit. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So once again, it's going to go for a claw attack. Uh, and we will see what we do. So that's three bludgeoning. Um, and you are now grappled in its hands. Okay. All right. So when these grapple, they're, they have like a, they have kind of like a, like, think of like their crab. Their one right hand is massive. And that's what you can tell that they're using to attack and, and grapple with. And their other like left claw is more of like a smaller claw, similar to the ones that you would see on Banjo Kazooie that are walking around. Uh, and uh, it's kind of the same little style. So uh, right now we have, we have, you that is gra that is grappled gilliam and we also have um and we also have rockstar that i believe is currently grappled as well uh, is it rockstar or is it was it rockstar that was grappled yeah yeah um all right next up is next up is phileas phileas so um how close is um the grappled gilliam to me so you guys are standing, as I mentioned, in like a circle. So you could put him pretty much like reach your, I mean, you're not, it's, it's a five foot thing. So you're not going to be able to reach back though, and grab right? it. Yeah. But you're pretty much beside them. So if you, if you want, you, you can, you know, you're close enough that even if you, they were right across the circle from you, you could still go over and grab them if you needed to. Okay. I am going to, um, hit my staff, my driftwood staff against the mud. And it'll, it'll almost like ripple against it. Um, and behind Gilliam, you'll see behind the crab that's grappling you, a tentacle of um, of sand and mud is going to raise up from the ground and s smack out at the um, at the crab grappling you. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm using my grasp of the death class feature. Um, so that's going to be a. 13 to hit? Yep. That hits? Yep. Uh, and I'm only doing one cold damage um, as the tentacle like wax against the back of its head. All right. This is one that has them grappled. Okay. So one yep. cold damage. Um, and then I'm going to go down with one of my hands and grab mud from the earth. And just throw it at his face. Um, and, <laughs> okay. and with that, um, I will cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. And that is going to be a um, uh, another thirteen to hit, actually. Yep. Yep. Okay. And that is going to be four. Force right. damage as the mud splatters against his face. All right. Okay, so so um, Phileas manages to force his staff into the ground, and behind, just behind the crab, without him even noticing, uh, comes out a tentacle and swipes him across the face, uh, causing a little bit of I causing a little bit of ice to kind of form on the side of his. It was ice damage, you said, right? Yep. Cool. Yeah, a little bit of uh, ice to form on the left side of its face as it's. Uh, shakes it off and the frost begins to fade uh when just out of nowhere a bunch of mud splits all over its face and it covers his eyes but he's still holding on to he's he's still managing to hold on to gilliam uh, and contain the grapple uh next up is next up is the uh, the crab on the other side that is in front of ocho so he's going to go at uh he's going to try to uh attack Ocho. Okay. And that is a twenty. Uh that hits. Alright. <laughs> and that is seven <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Uh so Ooh. he grapples onto you as as hard as he can and you can feel his like his little pincers kinda squeezing and the the little bits of the sharp parts of his claws begin to kinda go into your skin as he does seven bludgeoning damage and you are now grappled. And next up is uh, next up is Mr. Muck. All right. Um, can I reach the one grappling Ocho? Um, yeah, as I mentioned before, you guys are in a, like a small circle around each other with your backs almost turned to each other. So if you, you know, if you want, you can go right now, all three of them have people grappled. So there is no uh their their left hand claw is like really tiny so they're not gonna if you decide to move back just slightly they're not going to be able to do an attack of opportunity to you because they're holding somebody plus their other claw is very tiny 
So you, you would have to okay. be right in front of them. Okay, I'm going to rush at the one that has Ocho grappled. Okay. And lash out with my daggers. Save me. Daggers. <laughs> I rolled a 15. Nice hit. Okay, and I get sneak attack damage. You do. So that's a lot. Um, <laughs> what are we talking here? This 13 piercing damage. What? Really? <laughs> I have sneak attack. All right. All right, so, so, um, so, Mr. Muck, uh, if Mr. Muck, you're a, uh, you're a axol axolotl, or is it like a axolotl, little axolotl? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to picture like what it what it looks like for, um, everybody listening. It'd be almost like a little, a little it, salamander, a little, like little thing, outer, right? Outer yeah, exactly. So, so Mr. Muck manages to <laughs> fall. In a, fall basically into the sand underneath and he could feel whose uh, whose feet are in his party and he can tell that right above him uh is ocho grappled by this by this sea agent giant not giant crab but large enough crab and he manages to find exactly where the crab is is standing right above him and what do you have as weapons uh they're daggers they're but daggers. i think they're like little rusted knives okay. that he found on the seafloor and you manage to appear right behind him, and you take both daggers and and pierce right into the crab's uh, shell, and the crab releases his grapple as it falls back. Yes, and I will say, I warned you, friend. <laughs> All right, so Ocho is no longer grappled. Um, next up is Ocho. So now Ocho, you're on the you're just recovering from uh, having your body squeezed together. Um, okay. <laughs> So I am going to turn to, uh, so that crab is still alive though, right? No, it's dead. He killed oh, it's dead. So I'm going to turn to the, another one of the crabs that is grappling one of my companions. Yep. Which one? There's, um, only, there's only two crabs left and they're both grappling. One is grappling, one is grappling, uh, grappling, <laughs> grappling Gilliam and the other one is grappling Rockstar. Um, which one is closest? Uh, to you because you're standing closest to Rockstar so that's if you want to okay. go for, you can go for either one it's really up to you because as I mentioned before you're all standing a little bit closer well, I guess I'll do the further away one um, and I will use uh, Thorn Whip okay so um, out of the tip of one of my tentacles uh, the stem of a plant with thorns so we'll say it's seaweed with uh, some like sharp barnacles on it okay cool will uh, come out of the end of my tentacle and um, lash towards uh, that crab. Okay. So we'll roll to hit. 14. Yep, that hits. Okay, and then I'm rolling um, 1d6 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so just to, just to clarify, you're going for the one that is grappling Gilliam right now, correct? The further away one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that was three. Three. All right. And so, then do I? I only get the one attack. Does your? Uh, you. Yeah. You can only cast one spell unless you have a cantrip. That yeah. was a cantrip she used. That was unless a cantrip. Unless you have a bonus action. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, part of the th this spell is that um. If the creature, like, it, would you classify this as a large, medium, or small creature? Um, let me see here. It would be medium. I think it's, it's medium size. beast, okay. yeah. So yeah, the creature beast. is pulled 10 feet closer to me. Okay. Um, so. And then I get a bonus action, so. All right, so. So Ocho, uh, the little tiny little squid druid, uh, looks tiny, but she kind of waves her little tentacles, just like in Finding Nemo, <laughs> and she uh, releases a little like a tentacle as if it's like a like elastic arm out and kind of just you know stabs with a little sharp little was it a poison that you did or was it what kind of damage was it no it is um uh piercing damage piercing damage okay stabs stabs the the claw um of of the one that is holding onto gilliam and he releases it as he gets pulled right back towards Ocho and now is standing in front of you. One eye is basically completely closed as it's trying to like stand uh, and it's struggling to, to stand on its little crab little feet. So um, I'm going to, I have in one of my 
in my other tentacle, I'm ha- holding out a small hammer. Okay. So I'm going to try and crack its shell with my. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So I'll roll to hit. 16. All right, that hits, yeah. Okay, and then it is 1d4. So four damage. All right. So with a with the little hammer that comes out, kind of almost looks like uh, shell crackers that you would you know use to to crack the shell of a crab before you dip it into the butter. Manage to <laughs> crack it, and you can see that it reveals the juicy meat on the inside of the crab as the crab falls over and dies. Um, and now it is uh, the grap- You are grappled. However, it is your turn, uh, Rockstar. Uh, could I try to uh, break my grapple? Yep. Uh, 19. Uh, so it says escape is DC 11. So that would be correct, right? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you are, you are, you managed to, and get yourself out of, uh, the, the hands of these claws, or sorry, the claws of the, the crab. Now that was my action, right? Yep. Um, I'm going to say, help me. And I'm going to walk away. I'm going (sighs) to move behind somebody. Uh, so you got out of the crab, but you're going to step away from the crab? Yes. All right, so he'll get an attack of opportunity on you. Because now his, his big claw is, is free, right? So that's what he uses to attack. His small claw, he can't. So he will do an attack of opportunity on you. And that is a 19. Hit. And that is uh, five bludgeoning, and he's got you back in his grasp again. <laughs> so you you uh, get out and then you try to run away to the group and ksh, he's got you again all right next up is uh poe okay what's the nearest bad guy there's only one left alive you've uh, the rest of the group has managed to kill and crack open any of the other crabs except for the one that is currently grappled onto uh rockstar right now I'll attack that one. The one that is alive right now is the one that originally came up to you guys and told you guys to give him money as well, too. So um, you're going to go attack that one? Okay. Yeah, my first swing doesn't hit, but my bonus action does. Okay. Um, at uh, 18. Sorry, 18. Yep. So, and then roll for damage. 8 damage. 8 damage. All right. So, and that's using, what are you using to hit with? That was my long sword. That was your long sword. Okay. So seeing as, seeing as this crab is currently has, currently has, um, Rockstar grappled, you run over to it and you midair swinging and you, you basically just slice right through the, the crab's hand that is currently holding onto and grappling uh onto rockstar as it just watches its giant crab arm fall onto the ground and you can just hear like a and it just scuttles it tries to scuttle away um out of the group to to run away as it looks around to all of its crab crab friends dead around him he's beginning to scuttle away so he lets go he lets go of like his crab basically arm is still grappled but it just releases off of you um rockstar and he's trying to get away are you guys going to try to i'll give rockstar uh attack of opportunity on him and the same with poe because you guys are like basically right in front of him do you want to kill him as he's running away or what do you what would you want like to do i can try and attack him okay i'll try to as well okay all right so i miss you miss and rockstar Um, I could use a cantrip as an attack of opportunity, right? Or no? Unless you have Warcaster. Oh, okay. Then with the mace, that is 14. Yep, that hits. Roll for damage. Three. Three. <laughs> okay. So 
just as he starts he watches his arm and he goes to reach with he re so he sees his giant crab arm on the ground just sitting there and he's trying to grab it behind him uh you know just to see if he can just at least grab it and bring it along with him he goes to reach for it and you boom you hit a and take your mace out and you just slam it right into his other little small claw hand and or little, and he releases his big claw on the ground and runs away and so he is now escaped, and he just ran back into uh, back into Clamville. And in front of you is just three dead dead crabs, and you have one what is left over of a giant uh, giant crab arm. Uh, troublesome. Victory. Well, at least we have a lot of crab meat. <laughs> that was a piece of cake. Yeah, um, I'll loot their bodies. Okay, um, so roll for investigation then. Sure. Uh, I rolled the four. <laughs> okay, you Is find. Investigation int? Sorry. Let me look at my character sheet really quick. Uh, so I have plus seven to it, so eleven total. Eleven. Okay, so. On the you obviously the one that um, looked like he was the one basically holding most of you know because he was out most likely robbing people the one that got away uh, he only had his claw there so you don't see anything you know on his one big hand uh, the other ones that are dead you as I mentioned before you can see their tattered clothing that they most likely stole or had from other fish that they've they've maybe robbed from and um they they're just like tattered shirts and tattered hats and stuff um there is the one that was next to there is the one that was next to um i believe it was whose grapple was it mr was it oh no it was you gilliam okay so the one that was in front of you gilliam uh you managed to look through all of his wares and see if if you can find anything in the bottom of his little sack you're able to find uh that he has left one silver coin uh that most likely he did not gamble or he left for you know in case of emergencies <laughs> so, it was so it was very very bottom of his his little backpack cool cool couple of jerks that could have just let us pass mm, all townsfolk are the same greedy they've oh. lost their ways you know that really hurt well i oh, just God. hope one of these people weren't gilly um <laughs> just probably head in <laughs> Ocho is looking at all her tentacles and she's pretty bruised up. As you guys as you are guys. as you guys are basically standing there, um, you know, brushing yourself off, you can see like people walking past you and they're just not even blinking an eye. Like they'll they look at you guys and they look at the dead crabs on the ground and it's kinda like stuff that they've seen before. They're just they're just kinda like not phased by it whatsoever. It's like a town full of outlaws. My gosh. At least we aren't outlaws. I like it. So are you guys going to approach into the town? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll so, harvest some crab meat first, though. Oh, you are? Okay. Um, so... All right. Yep. So how are you going to grab... Let me just put that down. Are you... Are you? Which one are you... Are you just grabbing the crab meat from every single one of them? No, just like just a little bit. Like just, not, nothing crazy. Okay. All right. So you now have some crab meat. All right. So you're going to go... And you guys begin to find your way into the town um and as you do uh you see a bunch of little you know like i said as i mentioned before you see a bunch of little empty clam shells and you see uh, a bunch of like seashells just you know a little bit of lights on the inside of them you can hear noises echoing outside of the shells um and you know there's so many different little houses which you there are no doors to uh pretty much there's just open shells uh i don't think you know, nothing looks fancy enough to have a door in front of it. However, there is one uh, shell that does have two uh, little fish with little, little tiny little swords uh, standing outside of it. Um, and they're just talking to each other uh, and handing back little pieces, little morsels of seaweed to each other. And they're standing in front of a, a door. Should we just blast our way in? Yes. Do we, do we have to blast in? I think we should not get into combat. Maybe take it easy. I am very hurt. I cannot fight again right now. I agree. 
I can speak with them, see if that will help. Sorry, you're gonna... Sorry. Go, go do that. Uh, would anyone like to come? You got this, snail. I'll, I'll follow close behind, just in case we need support. Thank so you. You're going to walk up to the little... The little Real snail on up. All right. So little tiny Phileas kind of waddles his way up and, you know, little, leaves a little snail trail behind. And you approach in front of these two little guards kind of fighting over like a beef jerky version of, um, you know, seaweed. And as they're kind of like, eh, uh, eh, 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 eh. Oh, greetings. Only, only one customer allowed inside at a time. Take your t one at a time. Are, are you coming in first before the other ones? Or who's coming in this first? This is my support worker, Catfish. Mm -hmm. Only I, one. I need him. Only one customer allowed in in at a time. Only one customer. He is he is the same as me. No, oh no, only one customer. What? Why are they not understanding what I'm saying? Maybe they don't speak. Don't they not well, speak fish? Why only one at a time? I don't think they speak fish. Uh. Why only oh, one? Hold on a second, and they like kind of the. And then you see one go into the back room. Uh, go go into the shell, uh, and as the one stands there, and basically they're both blocking the way. Now he steps into the middle. I said only one customer allowed inside at a time. I don't yes, understand why. Yeah, it's just a lot of things in there that we don't want to have stolen from us. So, are are you going in first, or who's who? Which one of your group wants to go in first? We're not mm. thieves. I don't think you've been around Clamville very long. I don't think you understand. I am a thief. Master thief. Uh, and he begins to like walk back into the shell and you just hear ah! and the, like as soon as he does that you can I mean you guys can roll. Who's in who's standing in front of you right now? Like who's in the very front? I think probably Phileas. Right? right? I thought it was Phileas yeah. and then me behind so, him. So Phileas and Phileas and um, Phileas and uh, Gilliam, you guys, because you're you're taller, you're way taller than than Phileas is, so you can just basically see over top of him, anyways. Uh, just roll like uh, um, uh, perception. Seventeen. Okay, and Gilliam. Um, nine plus um, perception. You said mm -hmm. two, so eleven. Okay, so uh, Phileas, you're able to see this. Uh, Gilliam. So Gilliam, you see basically uh, all the the one that was still standing in the door. He was still you know in front of you guys for a few seconds, but his other friend kind of ran into the back room uh, and kind of just was waving his arms like, and you you know you just see the other one that was just left in front of you run back and and squeal. Um, but Phileas, uh, you can tell in the back that they are instructing people that are in the back that are in this little establishment to to kind of, you know, come out and help them out kind of thing. Um, and as they do, uh, you see about 10 of these little tiny little fish with little tiny little daggers. And they're like, I, I, we don't take, we don't need any more people trying to come here and rob things. We've already been robbed earlier today. As I mentioned before, one customer or we're not going to have, we're not going to have well, how another. About, how about we don't even come in? I then can ask questions here. What what kind of questions would you want to ask at a simple uh, a simple little uh, store such as this? Are you here to buy pearls or are you here to I am so confused. And you can tell uh, that you can tell by looking now that this is not a this is not a uh, tavern that you walked into. It's a uh, it's a little it's a little tiny little shop and behind them is like pearls just sitting there on like a beautiful line uh, with little price tags in front of them. Ah. Uh. Gilliam, I believe this is a waste of time. Yeah, it looks like this is the uh, the wrong location. Um, bye. I would like to cast Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> okay. So you guys are just walking right out of this of the shop Before, now. I, I wanted to ask, um, could you instruct us towards a gambling den of sorts? You come, and they just shake their head and they're not in. They're not going. They're not responding to you. Okay. Then I'll just walk away. <laughs> Ocho will be just kind of like laying in the sand and like, uh, 
looking pretty sad and beat up. Okay. She only has two Perhaps hits. we should find somewhere to rest. I'm good. Uh, how, how much did you heal for, um, Roxy? Ten. Ten. Oh, okay. So, are you guys looking for a place to like? It's. Are you guys looking for a place to rest, or what are you guys doing as, at this point? What time of day is it? Um. So when you guys arrived here, I mean, it's still it's a pond, right? So it's you can still see the sun is, um, you know, beating down on the pond, but it's it's a lot less light than what it was earlier today. So, um, you know, in in fish terms, it's probably getting close to feeding time. So just a point of clarification here, DM, I did take the keen mind feet, so I am always 100% aware of what time of day it is. Oh, okay. So, so you can tell that it's probably around like <laughs> like six or seven in the afternoon. And, you know, it's the reason why the town is so, or the reason why the town is so energetic is because it's, they're getting ready to feed. Like there's, it's, it's nighttime and they're, they're hungry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's about nighttime or it will be soon it's it's time to eat now is that how fish tell time by the way do they go by that like say feeding time and uh i mean i think fish are generally like active super like early in the morning and then in the af and then just before the sun goes down and then at nighttime they're just kind of just doing their own thing they're just sleeping more you know while fishing, well, around. fishing around yeah but so in terms of your world though like how would they describe the time where they say like feeding time yeah they go by feeding time and morning feeding time <laughs> They don't. They don't have a time. It's 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 night. It's it's afternoon feeding time and morning feeding time. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's about uh, night feeding time. So we should probably look for some food and uh, a place to rest. Let's see. Let's let's head out then. I'll go over and heal Ochoa again as well. Okay, so are you guys trying to find a place to rest, or are you just healing like in the middle of like this little town? Rest, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you can see in the town they have like a giant clamshell, and every few minutes the clamshell opens and it shows you like a little map. Um. And the map kind of shows you like where a few places in the town are. Um. And it's just like, and then it closes back down again, and then opens. Like, and then like the mall guide. Yeah, exactly. But it just opens up. Does it the, say you are here? It's basically when the clam is like breathing, like it's. Sh <gasps> And like it opens and it just shows you where you it, it, yeah I'll, I'll say that it has like a little it has like a little x uh marked out of like a like a knife point not like a like not with any marker so you can tell where you are located uh and behind you where you guys attempted to walk in and uh and for some odd reason um for some odd reason mr muck decided to tell them that he was a thief uh was the world-class clamville clamshell pearl essence shop so it is a pearl shop that you were basically trying to rob two minutes ago, and that's why they had all the guards in front of it. Um, to your left, uh, you can see that it just says uh, it, it just says the you know bunch of like scritch scratchy stuff, and like you can't really read the writing, but it says tavern on the left hand side, uh, and you see the the sleeping willows um, in the far far back. So basically, behind the behind where the establishment that you were just standing in front of with like all of the um, all of the pearls and stuff is right behind there. Uh, it's called the Sleeping Willows. This seems like an appropriate place. Yeah, I feel like the Sleeping Willow would be a good place to go. I do feel sleepy. <laughs> so. I'm, I mean, like I said, Ocho's pretty hurt, so she's just kind of like floating along towards... Uh, somewhere to rest okay that's six health from me all right so are you so you guys go into uh the sleeping willows and basically when you go there it's a small little shell uh it's and it's the shell is there's no there's really just like a desk and uh you just have one person standing behind there and behind them uh you can see people sleeping in seaweed hammocks uh you're still inside of you're still inside of the pond uh so you're still breathing underwater um uh, but every time you can see people going into the back and the seaweed picks them up and forms kind of like a hammock between one piece of seaweed and another piece of seaweed and they're all just sleeping so it's not really like a one room it's kind of just like you're sleeping behind this area um and um it's 
you know, it's not like the fanciest thing, but I mean, you're sleeping in seaweed. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, hello and welcome to, welcome to the establishment. How can I help you? And would I interested you in some of our beds here? Yes. Yes. Can I have a double bed, please? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. This would please me. And she snaps her, her, her finger, her fish her fish fins together uh, and it sends a wave out and two giant seaweed pieces form together to make a queen bed of, of seaweed. Um, uh, well, as I meant, uh, sorry, I didn't believe I mentioned the price yet, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, you look new to the city. So in the morning, uh, how about we negotiate the price in the morning? Does that sound okay, dear? And she's peeking directly to Poe because Poe approached the, the table first. Sure. Welcome to the Sleeping Willows, everyone, and enjoy your rest. And that's where we're going to end this section. This session. Yay. The Sleeping Willows. Um, so, yeah. So that is the end of episode two. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Once again, these are hour-long episodes, uh, or somewhat. This one went on over a little bit. I uh, hope you guys had a fun time listening. Um, and our first episode's on Spotify, and they're going to be on YouTube soon. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening and enjoyed playing as well, too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was good. All right, guys. That was good. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.